Listen, uh, as you probably can tell, because I ain't going to edit this too crazy, we <laughs> jump right into the same conversation. <laughs> but now we got my Aunt Tina on the mic, Ebony on the mic, and my sister, who was also in the background, Christina Nelson. Uh, you want to tell them about you real quick? No. She don't because she, she, you know, she going to do that. <laughs> she going to be a sister. <laughs> she going to do that. She going to do that. But she, uh, her voice is a little, which, how you want to explain it? I don't want to. Um, it's a little raspy. Raspy, it's a little yeah. raspy, so bear with her, but she Please. definitely gonna contribute, I'm sure. All right, Auntie, I, I'm, I just cut you off a little bit, but she was talking about just the bigger purpose behind the platform, right? Yeah, um, I think it's important to even speak on that because you, you know, so many people do um, do the podcast thing now, and everybody got a it, podcast. Yeah, it's almost like back in the days when we used to call people and click over on the other line. It's right. just so common now, but people need to hear modern day, mm-hmm. what my sister said, ministry, which is a place of healing. And, and millennials, y'all always say we need a safe space, right? right. I was tell my daughter, that's your thing. We need a safe space, you know, and then the trauma bonding. And people right. in my age group, we're learning your words yeah. to be able to communicate more right. with you on your level. Right, right. And talking about strongholds mm-hmm. and soul ties Can you in pack this type you, of setting. I know we, we, we kind of moved into it, but just package it for folks who might just be hopping in right now. Right. So the conversation previously was about soul ties right. and how um, positive soul ties and negative soul ties. Right. How do we deal with them? What's a key word for um, a soul tie, positive soul tie? And have you ever experienced being in a soul tie with someone? Right. And Everybody said something that was so pivotal in that moment to make us see it in so many different ways as we were just sitting observing. And I said, you have to know the difference when it's a soul tie and it's a stronghold. Right. Because you can't play with that when you talk about soul ties. You can't play with that when you don't understand what a stronghold is and what a soul tie is. Right. Because people say, oh, I'm, I slept with them one time and Eb was saying what you were saying about the difference between um, when you were saying it's a soul um, tie because what you was thinking I was saying was spirit, soul and spirit. I was just trying to figure out the... the it's coming from the Bible. Yeah. Because oh, you had said if you want to get spiritual, could I, so I was like, wait, because biblical oh, context yeah. on... So before we go down that, 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 so I want you to define those specifically. Before we mm-hmm. go there, I want Christina to kind of contribute just being the youngest here, but definitely somebody who has some experience. Mama, what do you think about, I call her Mama, by the way, so I'm going to say that the whole episode. <laughs> what do you think about soul ties? How do you define that in your perspective? Um, a soul tie to me is like somebody that, like when you're in a relationship where you feel like, so y'all was talking about negative soul ties. I don't necessarily agree with negative soul ties. Mm. Like, if it's negative, I can't be tied to it. Like, I don't want to be so tied to something that does not pour into me. So for me to be so tied to somebody, it's like, you pour into me daily. I pour into you daily. We feed off of each other. Like, how you said you feel when you, like, when mommy is sick. Like, um, I've been in a relationship where I literally felt everything that person was, as if they right. was my twin. Right. So... I don't necessarily do the like I said I don't do the negative soul so, ties. But so let me let me get into yeah. that real quick. So you're saying you don't desire negative soul ties, right? At all. But you you know they exist. I've never had the experienced. experienced. Have you have you never experienced it, or you don't? You maybe not, not have not acknowledged it as such. Yeah. 
That could be the case. That could be yeah, the case. Okay, that's, just, just leaving it out there. <laughs> leaving it out to my friends. Okay. You know, no, you know. I, no, I was, I was going to say the thing. So, you know, this is weird, as I guess, because I'm looking at it like I'm trying to put the professional light on, but I'm looking at it like it's my little yeah, sister. Just but, tell um, me. Uh, sometimes, you know, when we're in your age group, especially me, I wasn't aware because the way you're saying it, you say you don't, you don't do it, but you can't not do it, unfortunately. And that's what the conversation is about. We are... This is some things in the world, and then we know being spiritual, right? That some things in the world we can't help, that we're going to have to just deal with, that we're going to have to attack full force. And so, unfortunately, negative soul ties is a thing that we can't control. Um, whether we want to interact with it or not is our choice. But the thing is, the truth of the matter is, like she said, I'm sorry, I forgot. Angelique said, is that you can't heal from it, nor can you deal with it if you don't acknowledge it. Mm. And so if you pretend like it's not a thing or I just don't deal with it, if you don't look it in its face, it's not going to keep it from... She well, might not be pretending. Because no, maybe, no, no. I didn't say she was pretending. I'm just speaking general. No, maybe yeah. it's because I'm probably still attached to my negative soul tie. Mm. Mm. A lot of times wow. you're not aware if you're in it. Wow. Somebody That's told me good. you can't see the... the you can't mm. define the painting. You can't see a picture if you're inside of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that... I'm still attached to a very toxic relationship. Y'all know. Mm-hmm. And I'm still attached to that person. So maybe to me, it's not a negative, negative soul yeah. tie because... And that's a good perspective to come from because a lot of people are in that situation right now. Mm-hmm. So I love that. So, But I'm hearing you shift your acknowledgement in real time because mm-hmm. at first you said you're not attached to nobody. Now you're saying, maybe I am and I just haven't put that in the same boat as a soul tie. Mm-hmm. That's a stronghold. Right. And that's so, what I, my fault, because honestly, just segue. Mm-hmm. So now let's mm-hmm. get into that. Can we define stronghold and soul tie in your perspective? A stronghold is as simple as it sounds. A strong hold right. on your soul, right? your spirit, your being, right? For so, folks who don't have a spiritual relationship, how would you explain that? And, and that's why I said, what, what I mean, stronghold. That I want to do it as plain as possible. Right. Let's if let's okay. if we're not even speaking from a spiritual perspective. Let's speak a, as a child. What right. what strong means is what strong means. What holding means is what holding means. We are saying the soul, right? Most people know. Oh, my! I wish their soul go to heaven. I hope their spirit go to heaven. Right? right. Like I said, that's a whole different conversation. But when you're talking about a strong hold, there is something about that person's being. That's so connected to your being that even when it's toxic, you don't know how to cut it off. It's reinforced. There you go. And you continuing to be with that person and in that space reinforces that core. Right. And so it's almost like a a gorilla glue situation. Mm -hmm. It's well, where grip. you can you right, it's that that grip of that gorilla glue, and it's in your it's in your heart. It's your heart. I always tell people the heart does not think the heart doesn't have a brain. Mm. The heart can, you can't, what you can't do, you can't teach your heart. So strongholds are normally heartfelt things. Heartfelt things. That's why I said a soul tie. You can sleep with somebody, never know them again. You're like, how how your soul connected to their soul? I got a question as the youngest person in the room. When do you differentiate a soul? Like, how do you tell the difference between a soul tie and a soulmate? Oh, go no, yeah, yeah. I know which one was going to answer. Go ahead. You want to go? Um, I tell you. A soulmate could come in different 
versions. It could be your friend, or it could be a romantic partner, or it could be a sibling or family member. Um, what I've grown to know is familial, platonic, and romantic relationships all affect your soul. Um, some mm-hmm. things, like mm-hmm. uh, my mom was saying earlier, we're born into. Like, to me, you and you and EJ are my soulmates. We was, but we was born in, like this. So it's like, no matter what we go through, or what we then like, we can't get away from each other. But God made it that way, making us be born into the same family. He knew we needed each other that Can way. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Does everybody believe in soulmates here? I do. Anybody, anybody don't? My soulmate in the corner over there. Okay, shout out to <laughs> yours. So I, I kind of don't. I, I'm, I'm, get into I'm it. I'm always into it. on the fence with a soulmate. So you don't believe that uncle is just... Mind you, she's been married oh, for 20-something years. <laughs> oh, you man. said what? Um, you, you having a real conversation? <laughs> I mean, but I was like, damn. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> about to hit the camera. <laughs> hard. Right. Damn, you Maybe you explain probably get you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll say that because, of, co- of course, I've been in my relationship for 22 years. And I've had relationships prior to that. Mm-hmm. And I've had people that I did not marry who said to this day... Oh, I, I messed up. You was my soulmate. No, you wasn't. Mm. No, I wasn't. Because when people don't understand the definition of soulmate, they, the reason why when I get going to deep thought about stuff like that, there's no soul, soulmate because nobody's people don't come in this world with me and people you're not going to leave with me. Mm. My, my, my spirit is going to separate from yours, even if we die the same day, same time. Right. It's on, I'm only accountable for my spirit, my soul. Right. My husband is not my soulmate. He's my, my he's my life partner, mm. my human life partner. Sorry, he's the partner that God put in my life in my human time here on earth. That's why people say my life partner, mm-hmm. right? And we consummated something under God, which is our marriage, our union, right? So it's consummated in our spiritual Christian belief. How we got married spiritually in a Christian. Household. So people have different religious beliefs and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't get into the whole soulmate thing because in relational places, people will play on you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. play on your emotions with that soulmate thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're my soulmate. You don't see it. And that's when people, that's another word people use to hold on to you in a soul tie. So you're saying mm-hmm. you don't like to use that language because you feel like it could be manipulative. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I just think that um, some things are taken too literal, especially in this day and age. Right. I feel like that when we're talking about our soul ties and all of that, and as you said about even the, the worthiness of that, because it could be somebody that's extremely toxic to you. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. See, so although you feel like uncle was not your soulmate, do you believe that y'all are so tied? Oh, uh, uh, it's, Unconditionally, right. okay. so unconditionally soul tied. Um, we're soul tied because of on many levels. So he's a. I feel so like I'm hosting. Oh yeah, y'all should man be comfortable. Listen, but so you feel like he's a life partner that's soul tied to you? Absolutely. That right, which okay. is which is um which is not soulmate. See the tie ties can be people mm-hmm. get married and divorced. Mm-hmm. Tie is y'all use the word tie. Right. Your shoes, that's why they say we're tying a knot. You're untying. They can, can be, be untied. I believe in soulmates, mm. but not in a way that people say soulmates. And that's what I was saying. For me, it's like it could be familial or uh, 
friends or because mm-hmm. I believe soulmates is a mate for your soul, like a mate. Mm-hmm. I right. believe it's somebody who makes you, like, you know how we talk about soul food, right? Like, mm-hmm. that right. food makes your soul feel happy. I feel like your soulmate is somebody, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing. I feel like that's another thing. People think that your soulmate is somebody that you're supposed to be with the rest of life. I'm right. like, no, I think soulmates are people who are enriching your soul. Yes. And I think that that's why it's something that you can step away from or it's someone you may feel in that moment, okay, this person was my soulmate. Or maybe they could have been in that moment before life changed them in a certain way. Um, I think that it's something that is not as permanent as a lot of people try to make it seem. And I've, so that, I, That's true. You want to go ahead? Yeah, because a soulmate to me is somebody who, like, they just know you and they love you for you and vice versa. Like, it's like, but it's it's beyond the black and white. It's like deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Like I know your flaws, and I love your flaws. I love everything about you. Like my best friend is over there. Jemaya's been my best friend since we was in kindergarten. I told I I tell everybody all the time. No matter what, she always gonna be my best friend. Cause no matter what, she never told my business and she never judged me. She, if anybody could destroy me in this world, it's Jemaya. Okay. Try the spirit, by the spirit. Mm-hmm. And because we're family and we're a Christian family and we're talking from that perspective, understanding that um, how spirits align, how this gentleman said that everything he's lived long enough to know nothing happens just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I want to say. That's what I want to say. When he was talking about it, when he was talking about the stuff when we talk about he is, he is Anthony. Uh, uh, Anthony. Anthony. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Anthony. We have so many Anthony's. <laughs> so, when, when Anthony was talking about that. It hit me because I was just talking to my mom about something I was going through. And okay. she was like, oh, I wish I could use that verbiage because I told her, I had to tell somebody that I love very much who's a big person in my life. And y'all know the person and we'll talk about it after that. I was like, I've planted many seeds in this relationship and I've harvested nothing. Mm. This relationship has been unfruitful. And I don't know. You just hit somebody with that? <laughs> yeah. I got to see them soon? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, it's gotten to the point. I love you so much. And I know that it's love because love is despite. Love is not because. Like, despite everything you've put me through, I mm-hmm. still love you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I can't separate myself. That's how I know I love you. And I know that you mean well. But I don't like you anymore. You make me uncomfortable. I'm is resentful. that a stronghold? So, but- yes, it was. Until I was just, I said, and I'm being honest with you and honest with myself that I'm resentful towards you. I can't do this anymore. On the podcast, just do that. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, but you, you you listed a lot of the things we put in our laundry list mm-hmm. of the signs. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it takes such courage to but get to that. He point. said, y'all said mm-hmm. everything. My my question is, and I think this is going back to our original. Okay. We were saying, okay, going back to what we were saying earlier is um, how how or when, like, and, and I know you kind of touched on it, but like we go through that a lot, where it's like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And then what happens? Right back, yeah. back into it. So yeah. what was like your final? And, oh, yeah. and you don't gotta, you know, oh, yeah. to purse. But what was your final? What you said? My final was, you know how you say we always do the, oh I'm done, I'm done, we go back. When I realized, you know, I feel like we all have a, like a thing that's like, okay, let's try it one more time, like a push. Right. So I did it. I did the okay. I'm doing one more time. And this time when I went to jump to jump into it, my body said no. My I couldn't even when I was trying to be nice with that person and loving towards that person every time they spoke i got aggravated mm. every time i was around them i'm annoyed every like every ounce of forgiveness or patience that i would usually have or any whatever whatever battery that usually puts my spirit it, right. it was like everything inside of me said no 
and I could no longer deny myself or now I'm going to be miserable with you. And what I told that person is, I love you so much that I won't make you deal with me like this. Mm. So I'd rather separate. That's how much I love you. Unlike other situations where we just going to have to deal with each other in this bad place, I'm in too much of a bad place with you. And it's mm. not fair to you now. Because now you're trying to fix it and you have good intentions and I'm not here for you. That's real. I feel like for me, when like when y'all was saying, like when do you know that it's, an, it's for me, it's like when I don't care. And I know it sounds like a cliche, but like when I literally don't care whether you're here or not, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I feel like it's enough. Because it's not even whether you benefit me or not. It's just like you you literally add nothing to my life to the point where I literally I don't care if you're here or not. It does me no justice whether you are here yeah. or gone. Like it's like you're just here. I, when I, like you're just here, I would never want to be in nobody's life just to be there. Right. Like if right. I'm not adding it to your life, I don't want to be in your life because I'm I'm not doing nothing for you. Vice versa. If you're just here, I would rather you just not be. But I, it, I know that sounds crazy. That's but blatant, like, but y'all respect it. No, but I, I like what she it. said. She it was something you said right before you even said that before you even said adding anything. You said it's it's if for me you said something about whether you benefiting me or not, I, like for me, that's where it gets to. Like, even if you are benefiting me, I don't want you here. I don't care. I don't, I, I, it's more than I don't care. I don't like you. Like, you could come here with roses. You could be like, I just bought you a mansion. I'm be like, cool. I was saying to actually Angelique, um, that when she was talking about the plugging in and out, um, that people, she was telling, you must be an empath. I was like, I am. And my mom's like, she's very empathetic. And I was like, right. because, I kept asking God, why do I keep getting these type of relationships? And God told me, because you keep letting them in. It's because mm. you keep, I keep pouring into these people meaning well. And she said, you mean well, you see their pain, you see their emptiness, and you know they're doing better with you. And then my mom had said something about, like, you don't know what you're blocking them from. I might be blocking them from God's correction because right. I keep trying to fix it for them or do it for them. Right. And then Chrissy had posed a question about, um, um, to Anthony, uh, about soulmates as well. And... One of you were, one of them were about to say something about. Hey, let's scrap that now. Oh, now, said, okay. now, now we about to segue into the actual topic. Okay. It's, it's so actually, for me, like wait, what on, I was saying, oh, because I feel like that's such a powerful thing you just said. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that these tests keep coming, mm-hmm. and essentially you're failing them mm-hmm. by allowing people to keep coming back into your life in a certain way, mm-hmm. and you know the repercussions of that can be you, you can't even count that. But mm-hmm. cycles. We should talk about that because the topic, the original topic that I was wanting to talk to y'all about was to be or not to be, mm-hmm. and the word I put after that was like worthy, mm-hmm. right? So I would like to ask, like, do you feel worthy of a more positive relationship? Like, now do, I do. Now you do. But I before. It, it was it was a two-edged sword before. On one hand, I didn't feel worthy because I uh, diminished myself so much in my situations. And I had a lot of negative soul ties, like you talked about. Right. Everything around me was negative. A lot of my, some of, not all of my friendships, a lot of my friendships was negative. Like a lot of what I was feeding in myself, I dealt with a lot of self-loathing. So right. I didn't feel I was worthy of anything better than the things that I was in in the first place. That's and right. on the other end, um, I I felt like, for lack of better words, I was like Captain Save a Ho in <laughs> like every situation. Right. Like I, like I gotta help. I gotta do this. I gotta be there for this person. And I didn't realize I was depleting myself. And right. I was helping those around me, even the ones that didn't deserve, and giving myself nothing. And so, on, as I said, two-edged sword, on one end, I didn't feel I was deserving of it because of the way I was treating myself. But on the other end, I didn't have enough to to even dictate who was worthy of that treatment from me. Mm. Um, and once I started to heal, and also once I started to 
put that energy back into what God wanted me to do and into God. Um, just for me, I can't speak for nobody else's religion. For me, it was like when I channeled that back to God and let God lead me, gave God back the driver's seat, I was able to have different conversations, not only with myself, but then with others. And then I was able to dictate who's worthy of that energy from me and also what I am worthy of. And now I know I'm worthy of, you know, abundance and, you know, more than we can ask of a thing. And I've been like, you said in the previous uh, episode when he was talking about people with good intentions, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not to get emotional, but I'm gonna start crying because that was me. I was the person with the good intentions, but can't get right. Mm. Everything is wrong about everything's wrong about me. I'm having mental breakdowns. My body's sick. Uh, 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 um, um, sorry, my body is sick. I'm having mental breakdowns. I'm, I'm, um, uh, my my bad things going on with my business. Every only thing that was going right was me getting jobs, and that's because I knew how to go to work and work and do what I got to do and leave. Right. I had like four, after a while, I had like four or five jobs because I felt like the only thing I could do right in, in life is work. Mm. Everything else is wrong. As soon as I leave work, as soon as I clock out, hell. And that's and I kept. I thought I was doing better, but I was feeding into that negativity because I really didn't think I could do any better. But I had good intentions for everybody. Right. But when you have negative intentions for yourself or not feeding yourself nothing positive, like you said, or having all of those everything else I'm tied to is negative. There's nothing else you can get it. I was can't get right, and you know mm. I almost cried because I felt bad because I felt like the people I was, you know, the good soul ties I was reaching out to, all they got from me. Unfortunately, was that now I'm complaining about what's going on now this negative energy or the bad ones they just wanted me to be the entertainment like usually right. they wanted me to be the comedic relief I always tell people I laugh at my pain but all I had to do was laugh because all I had was pain like so it was just a bunch of mess all the time right. until I was able to heal from it. I I want to see the layers of that in terms of like different ages right because Christina you're a little younger until you're a little older. Where are you at in terms of understanding your worthiness and doing what uh, Ebony just talked about? I'm like, um, at this stage in my life, unfortunately, <clears throat> I'm very conflicted with um, worthiness. Um, I'm at a stage to where I'm basically settling because mm-hmm. I feel like, it's not that I don't feel worthy, but I feel like I'm not where I need to be in life to get what I'm worthy of getting mm. from my partner. So if I'm not there, I can't expect that from somebody. That's just how it is in my head. So I know what I'm worthy of. I just feel like I'm not worthy of it right now. So I need to get where I need to be to be worthy of what I expect from my partner. And that's maturity in itself, especially being in your early 20s, to understand that that's where a lot of people kind of just like say, oh, no, it's your fault, Mm -hmm. and you, you need to be better. To have the understanding of like, nah, I gotta get right, and I can't expect you to be right if I'm not even meeting you halfway. So that's real. I got that from you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you uh, shouting me out for that. But Auntie Tina, I think for you, I wanna. You about to be fifty next week or two weeks. Fifty Right, right. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. So I, I wanna ask you about just. And reflection, right? Because you're having a big party. You're having a whole thematic thing of reflection. Yeah, outside. What do you... We outside. We're all invited to the experience. Somebody, everybody? Everybody's invited to the experience. Shutting Brooklyn down. Brooklyn is the biggest. (laughs) No, but seriously, though. So in terms of looking at your life, do you feel that you lived up to the world you wanted to create? Absolutely. Okay. Period. Really easy. Yeah. Yeah. Real life moment. Yeah. 
I helped raise everybody, all three of us. Sure did. That's a fact. Sure did. This is enough right here for me. Nobody's right. a crackhead. Um, uh, what? Excuse my cousin. See, we God. shouldn't even be here because I, I said, I, turning 50, I allow myself to be emotional. Mm. Why I say that is um, I, my, my sister and I was talking the other day. You know, your mom, she's an empath. My sister will shed a tear for the dog, the dog. or the street, the cat. <laughs> we the seen rat, the dog because my mother started get crying. <laughs> and um, um, I envy that. Mm. That she's such a, a, a spirit, to, just so connected to spirits that she feels, as and, and they have that as well. Me being... Uh, I want to say the oldest of right. my mother's children, the first partaker of everything. So I've always had to suppress my emotions. Because mm-hmm. you've always been the rock. And not to cut you off, we literally call her T-Rock. Right. Like, that's her nickname, <laughs> T-Rock. But the older I got, the more I understood the rock and T. Because you was the one that everybody, you was the still one. You was the one who, you, we brought all our emotions to you. You always had to be that voice that, all right, y'all, like, let's just. And knowing who you was back in the day, it's like to see you and my mother now, it's like you are what holds us together. Mommy, I feel like mommy holds us with our prayers, but you hold us with your demeanor and who you are in our family and how you stand firm in our family being the rock. When you guys say ten toes down, no, right? yeah, I feel like ten toes down. Like Auntie hold us internally, and you hold yeah. us externally. Mm-hmm. And y'all have a we perfect have great balance. Mm-hmm. That really, we, we really do. Us out. And, and I thank God for y'all. And, I, and I, I'll just add on to that. We do this all the time, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is no, the no, first time y'all catching it on camera, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But let me add on to that because, especially in respect to you having a, uh, we should probably record at your uh, place at your birthday or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, I think in terms of worthiness, like you kind of set that into our lives mm-hmm. growing up too, mm-hmm. right? Even when we had to encourage wow. my mother to be like, yo, do this because he deserves to go right. to college. Mm-hmm. He deserves yeah. to it be in this place. It, you yeah. had you did that whether you, you know, had to intentionally conjure mm-hmm. it up or was it, it was natural. I think it was more natural because yeah. you always did it. But mm-hmm. it's like you did that throughout our entire lives. So mm-hmm. I thank you for putting worthiness in us, mm-hmm. you know, and making us actually wow. uh fight for more, want to attain more and be better. I think being her daughter, though, like, it was, like, everything was, it's up. Like, everything, like, there's no, when my mom, even, and, oh, sorry, I'm about to get emotional again. Even when she was hurting, it's, like, it's still up. Mm. It's, 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 whatever, like she said, being the first part to, the first uh, born and always looking out for her, from, one, it was her little sister, then it was her uh, nephew, then it was her daughter, then it was her niece, and, you know, everybody else around her. And it was just, like, People laugh. We just laugh, whatever, right? I was like, you raised a little boy, so that's why God let me have a little boy. I said, because, you know, when, when your daughter falls and stuff like that, like, oh, you're so cute. My mother used to be like, get up. Get yeah, up. I got right. this. <laughs> and it wasn't like right. a, you know, you know, we talk more now. Now she's she's literally my best friend, my mom. It wasn't like a unempathetic. For her, she feels like I was unempathetic, but it wasn't. It was the opposite. It was, I know how bad this hurts, but I know I but can't. I can't show I, it. Not even can't show it. I can't let it. I can't let you know that this. I can't let you think that this can take you down. Right. right. And Auntie is big and on I, like can't have one up on me. And, like and it's a, it's um. Me and my daughter was talking about um. I'm an optimistic thinker. Mm-hmm. You know, and God has really put a lot of pessimistic mm-hmm. people in my life. Mm. And 
as you when they say you, the older you get the wiser you get um when you're trying to understand your assignment in all of this mm-hmm. because you don't ask to be the next in line as a matriarch in your family. Right. You don't ask to be having to be the strong one in, in the household. You don't ask to be that, right? We talked about the 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 strong ties from the strong uh soul ties from birth. Mm-hmm. So I was strong for my mom being a 21-year-old mother. She was the same age I was when I had my daughter. And being a 21-year-old mom in New York alone with uh, her first daughter and then two years later, second daughter. So the firstborn normally has to see some Mm -hmm. of the hardest things Mm -hmm. with parents because when you have children, 20, 21, teenage, you grow up with your children and they they see more flaws than the children that come after will experience. And for us, um, my mom, my sister and I, we always said we're three the hard way Mm because my mother raised my sister and I, Brooklyn, you know, we grew up Bedford-Stuyvesant. It wasn't nowhere what it is now yellow cabs wouldn't even cross the brooklyn bridge and uh you had to be this Mm -hmm. and i was about to ask you that because i feel can y'all stay a little what time you gotta because i gotta do the next episode but i want to dive more into this i think she takes opportunity to kind of do a little fake interview you know what i mean um for your 50th so listen we're gonna close this one out i thank y'all for joining us these next few episodes is gonna be random because i got a lot of people here and we're doing a lot of different conversations that's going natural so just bear with us and hope you enjoy